Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Live mic. Pittsburgh Steeler fans. It's time once again for another edition of the Live Mic. My name is Michael Beck. Deputy Editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, bringing it to you again this time. Today, we are talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers heading into the AFC playoff picture and how they will be successful with the road ahead to the Super Bowl. Many people have probably written this team off, of course, losing four of their five games. That is not a good thing to have happen. That being said... I think the Steelers really did right the ship against the Indianapolis Colts. And obviously, if they played their starters, I think they would have murdered the Browns. That game wouldn't have been close with Ben and TJ in there. Even just TJ Watt, honestly, the amount of times the Steelers defenders were kind of getting stymied and Baker Mayfield was holding the ball for three, four seconds. You know, plays like that, TJ's getting home the quarterback. It's funny, when you look at it in that perspective, the Steelers could be riding high on a two-game winning streak, but they wouldn't have had such a pretty, pretty matchup had everything played out the way that it did. But the Steelers very nearly knocked off the Browns and find themselves in a very comfortable position heading into the playoffs. Check this out. Who cares about the record? The Steelers are playing probably the weakest team to make the playoffs in the AFC in that wildcard round. They're doing it at home, 
and they're doing it against an opponent they literally just played. Typically, in these type of matchups, the team that won the first game loses the second for whatever reason. <laughs> and that's exactly how I think it's going to play out. A major reason for this, the Steelers finally got rest to some major key players. They desperately needed this. I've talked about not having a bye week all season long since that Titans game. And then it just multiplied itself against the Ravens after that whole situation. Moving on throughout the whole season, the Steelers got what they desperately needed. They got their biggest guns some time away from football. I bet you Ben Roethlisberger's knees are feeling a lot better. Mentally, I bet you he's a little bit more sharper and a little bit more focused than he was in weeks prior. On top of that, the Steelers were also able to put some stuff on tape that I'll get to a little bit later. But right now, the Steelers are coming in this opening playoff matchup. And it's completely possible every single player that didn't tear their ACL or is on the COVID reserve list could be playing in this game. Think about that for a second. Robert Splane might be coming back. Matt Filer might be coming back. And, and there's there's likelihood that either of them do. And in this scenario, Kevin Dotson has played so well, I wouldn't I wouldn't start Matt Filer, but that's a lot better of a, a backup player than JC Hosnauer. Right now, the Steelers are sitting very pretty. Robert Spillane in the lineup. Avery Williamson looks like a starting linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He has been outstanding. Trial by fire. We knew he was a a bulk tackler. Boy, does he look good doing it for the Steelers right now. I know some of you might be like, oh, button pass coverage. That's really not his fault. That's that's on more coaching. And it's also kind of due to the matchups with having so many players out each and every week without having Joe Hayden in the lineup for the last number of weeks. The Steelers have been forced to play some tough zone matchups and have been forced to do it without coverage linebackers because Marcus Allen's missed time. We know Devin Bush has missed time. And Robert Spillane, someone that really allows them to play man defense, has been out for a while now to this point. So the Steelers shouldn't be asking that much of Avery Williamson. And now that some guys are getting healthy and are coming back, he won't have to do that. But what he can do is be successful against the run, which is exactly what he will do. So when you look at this linebacker unit, when the Steelers played the Bills, who did they have? Spillane just hurt his knee. Vince Williams was out. Of course, we already know about Devin Bush. Bud Dupree just tore his ACL. Joe Hayden was out for that game. The list goes on and on. All of a sudden, the Steelers are going to see them basically as healthy as they've been all season long. Obviously, minus the guys that tore their ACL, Zach Banner, Devin Bush, and Bud Dupree. But there's a chance they could be firing at all cylinders come playoff time. Now, I don't think the Steelers necessarily need to rush anyone back off those injured lists when it comes to the Cleveland Browns. I think just having possibly T.J. Watt alone returning the lineup from a week of rest could be enough for this team to win against the Cleveland Browns. The Browns don't inspire me at all, and after losing Olivier Vernon for... This season, at the very least, he, he ruptured his Achilles. He's probably going to miss next year, too, and he's a free agent. He's going to be gone. Things are setting up so nicely for the Steelers right now against the Browns. It, it's it, it's hard not to look away from it. The Steelers have no excuse to lose or to win this. Like The Steelers have to win this game is what I'm trying to say. There's no excuse to lose. They absolutely should take care of business against the Browns, and they should do it by a wide margin. Otherwise, I'd be quite surprised. 
But after that, the Steelers are pretty much locked into a game with the Buffalo Bills. It's just the way it's shaping to be. The path to the Super Bowl is pretty clear for the Steelers. You know exactly the teams, even at this moment, who they're going to have to beat. I think they can handily beat the Cleveland Browns, no problem. And then when you get into Buffalo, I know some people are worried about it, and so many people want to already play this AFC Championship game because it's going to feature the Chiefs and the and the Bills. I don't think that's going to happen. Remember the last time the Steelers played the Bills in Buffalo? Sunday night, the Steelers looked terrible. They did, but you know what didn't look terrible? A defense that was missing so many players. And right now, the Steelers are projecting to have... A ridiculous amount of healthy, rusted players back. I know Joe Hayden tested positive for COVID-19, but if he's asymptomatic and he obviously he has to miss the Browns game, but he could have just have come off two weeks rest for a corner, an older corner. That could do him a world of favors for someone who missed that first Bills game. He might not be out of shape whatsoever. Not to count my chickens before they hatch, but this is a game that should legitimately happen. And then when you look around the defense, the Steelers should have Roberts Blaine back. They didn't have in the first matchup. Vince William back. They didn't have that in the first matchup either. Alex Highsmith is coming into his own. The Steelers defense is better than the last time they played the Bills. And they held the Bills to 19 points. Of course, the Bills did score 26 on the day, but that was because Ben Roethlisberger threw a stupid pick six. I was right in the middle of Ben Roethlisberger's, one of the worst stretches of his career. If Ben's got it figured out, if he doesn't throw any picks... There's no excuse for the Steelers not to beat the Bills. I, I Honestly, Stefan Diggs has been doing some crazy stuff this year, but I, I'm not worried. I'm not panicking. I think the Steelers could really handle themselves against the Bills, no problem. I think they can win that game, and that's, that's going to be the storyline across the NFL. How did the Steelers win this game? Well, just like you overlooked them to start the year, you're overlooking them right now. This Steelers team has a clear path to the AFC title game, and there's really no excuse for them not to make it to that game. All the pressure in the world right now is, after this Browns game, it is on every other team. The Steelers, right now, the national media, they're, they're counting the Steelers out already. But really, when you look at it on paper, Chase Claypool's getting more involved. The running game has looked much better with James Conner back in the lineup. Kevin Dotson looks like a way better starting guard than Matt Filer did. David DeCastro's even looked healthier. It's the best he's played all season long. And even Marquise Pound, like, things are starting to come together at the perfect time of the year. And the Steelers are legitimately going to come out and surprise the team. And that team, they're going to surprise the Buffalo Bills. And all of a sudden, the final four teams in the NFL, I don't really care who's in the a NFC, but it really is shaping up to be the Chiefs and the Steelers. And if not, I think it's going to be the, the Ravens and the Steelers. I, I think the Steelers are the most likely team to make the, the AFC Championship game than any other team in the playoffs. And you might think that's ridiculous, but right now the Ravens are, are kind of on a collision course to play those Chiefs in the divisional round. And honestly, I think the Chiefs are going to come out flat. They rested Patrick Mahomes for, it's going to be two weeks since the last time he played, and their defense is not inspiring to me whatsoever. Whatsoever. I know a lot of people want to say, oh, the Baltimore Ravens, yes, they choke in the playoffs. Lamar Jackson's choke, choke, choke. Right now, they have no pressure. They're the wild card team. They're playing a Titans team that has a horrific defense. There's no excuse not to win that game. I know I know the Ravens, honestly, I personally, 
I think they're a little bit of an overrated team right now, especially for how hot they are. And doing air quotes, of course, you can't see them, but I, I'm not all that impressed. But that being said, I think they have a better shot against the, the Chiefs than anyone else thinks they, they would. Right now, the, the Steelers should be one of the favorites to go to, to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. And I don't care what the books say. Legitimately, when you look at this team, all they really need is Ben Roethlisberger not to turn the football over and, and like just avoid the dumb mistake. Deontay Johnson's been catching passes again. He's made a couple ridiculous ones. Right, right now, the Steelers look really good. And there's no problem with me saying that. Like, you shouldn't be worried to say the Steelers look good right now because they do. If the drop problem is gone, are you kidding me? The Steelers are legitimately about to go on a run here. Their special teams is going to get a huge boost when you get Robert Spillane back. Kevin Rader might have earned himself a weekly job after laying out some devastating hits on special teams. Everything's coming together. Even Jordan Barry, the punter that for years we've been crying to get rid of because he, he shanked so many punts. The guy looks like his bionic leg. He's sending them to the moon. Everything is coming together at the right time. Sure, there was a bit of a slump leading into the playoffs, but I think the Steelers righted that against the Colts, and then they had an outstanding performance against the Browns with a team that featured Mason Rudolph and a bunch of practice squad players. I, I know there's still a, a few normal starters still playing in that game, but when you look at it, oh boy, oh boy, they, they should have slaughtered the Browns if they were playing at 100%. Like, truly, that's what the outcome should have been. You added one player, one of those rested players, honestly, I think that's the difference in the game. And the Steelers are going to have a, an enormous amount of players returning this week. And we still don't even know about the rest of the, the COVID return list. Eric Ebron, he could be back. Cassius Marsh, he could be back. It really is going to to set up the Steelers for a very long, fruitful Super Bowl run. I'm excited for it. You should be too. We are going to jump in a quick commercial break here. We will get right back into things, and we're going to chat a little bit more about the Steelers kind of game planning and how I think they got a few more tricks up their sleeves outside of what they showed with Josh Dobbs. So tune in to the second part after a quick break here. We will get back to you in just one second. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.
right, Pittsburgh Steeler fans. We're back for the second part of the live mic. Again, my name is Michael Beck, deputy editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Of course, in the first part, kind of outlined a pretty path to an AFC showdown with either the Chiefs or the Ravens. I honestly think you can bank on either of those two matchups legitimately being the matchups of the AFC title game, whether the national pundits want to believe it or not. But that's, that's in my opinion, that's exactly what we're destined for. But in this part, I want to talk about how this team can be successful in the playoffs by how they're uh, shaping up to game plan things and the ways I think they're going to start beating teams and that we didn't really see in the regular season. So obviously, the biggest thing that uh, takeaway I think you can take from that Browns game in Week 17 is the Steelers need to dress Josh Dobbs. Even if he doesn't play, teams now have to game plan for this running quarterback set, this this RPO set, this zone read, end around stuff. Like Teams are going to have to game plan that heavy. If you healthy scratch Josh Dobbs, defenses can just throw that away and not worry about it. You dress Josh Dobbs, now it's something that they got to think of. It's going to be in the back of their mind the entire game. To top it off, if Josh Dobbs does get in the game, th- those sets have been extremely... Su- well, they were extremely successful against the Browns. Josh Dobbs had, had the longest rush of the game. A quarterback. Uh, honestly... If you're looking for someone to to healthy scratches too, I, I don't think you have to look any further than in the backfield and point at Jalen Samuels. He hasn't really provided too much, and the Steelers really only use James Conner and and a little bit of uh, McFarland or Snell here or there anyway. I think that's the way they're going to go about it, and really a way that they should cons- they should extremely consider it, and I think they will. Mike Tomlin even said that the possibility of them running those those formations with Josh Dobbs in the playoffs, he literally said, it's a possibility. A a non-answer, but an answer that's going to force teams to game plan against it anyway. Ben Roethlisberger coming back in the playoffs too. We saw it a little bit in the Colts game, those intermediate passes to especially the guys like Chase Claypool. All of a sudden, I think you're going to start seeing a whole lot more of that intermediate stuff. And you're going to see... A new number one, I would say, breakout in Chase Claypool. He he kind of faded away a, a little bit in that uh, three-quarter mark of the season. And, you know, Coach Thomas said they, they kind of wanted to keep him away from the rookie wall. Part of me is wondering if they wanted to keep him away from getting top corner billing so he could uh, go off, I guess you could say, in the playoffs with the weaker matchups until teams started to uh, to adjust to it and send more pressure more help to his side. I, I think come playoff time, he could be drawing quarterback twos. He could be in the he could be in the slot. He could be the guy that's getting some very favorable matchups. And we've already seen the talent from Chase Claypool. And you know what? In his case, he he has star potential because of his sheer size. When you look at him lined up against the corner, man, does he not ever look? Like twice the size of that guy. I know against in, in that Browns game, he looked to be a foot taller than the corner lined up against him, and probably fifty pounds heavier. And the guy runs damn near four four. It is absolutely crazy the amount of talent that guy has. When you move along to the rest of this offensive front, sure the Steelers have struggled to run the ball all year, but I think they're starting to figure out their play action game and 
in turns kind of backing everyone up or making them crowd the line a little bit more. Like it's putting the Steelers in the situations where their run game will be more successful and in turn make the pass game more successful. As weird and as cliche as it sounds, it's it's important to be able to establish the run in the NFL. The Steelers don't need to be running 100 yards a game to do that. But just the threat of them being able to run the ball is important. Now, defensively, things get a little bit more fun for the Steelers because of guys like Robert Spillane coming back and obviously Vince Williams getting off that COVID list and being a beast and playing so much since he's come off that list and the emergence of Avery Williamson since his trade from the New York Jets. The Steelers have some options here. They can really play with their matchups. They can play more zone coverage. And I think they're going to find a lot more success defensively than they have in recent weeks. And even then, the Steelers' defense has been really, really good. I think you're going to see not just TJ Watt have a solid playoff run, but Alex Highsmith has looked absolutely outstanding in the last couple weeks. He was the Steelers' player of the game against the Cleveland Browns. The guy had nine tackles, also picked up a sack. Alex Highsmith, he is a baller. You know, it was never going to be easy to replace Bud Dupree, and I would hesitate to even say he's playing that level, but Alex Highsmith, you really couldn't have asked for any more out of him since he took over since Bud Dupree tore his ACL. Alex Highsmith is a guy that can now play every single snap of the game and get pressure on his own, even if the Steelers are sitting three or four. It's one of those things right now where the Steelers... If they can lock their guys up for just a fraction of a second more, you're going to see that pass rush get home more and more and more. They got to the Browns' Baker Mayfield four times without T.J. Watt, without Cam Hayward, without even Cassius Marsh, who's kind of the the pass rushing specialist of, of the reserve linebackers. They played really, really well. I, I think that trend is going to continue exponentially, especially with the ret- return of some of these guys. It, it really is exciting times. You're going to see Robert Splane more in those third down situations. I, I think you go back to seeing those like five linebacker sets that we saw before Bud Dupree tore his ACL when Alex Highsmith was kind of this uh, rover type guy. I think all of a sudden you're going to see five or three defense linemen and five linebackers, uh, the three D-line, or even two D-line guys. Hayward to it, potentially Tyson Alualu. On the outside, you'll see Highsmith and TJ Watt. In the middle, you'll probably see Vince Williams and Avery Williamson, and then you'll see Robert Splane kind of floating around in between those guys. It, it really is a kind of an exciting time right now. The, the Steelers have a really good, a really bright future for these 2021 playoffs. Marcus Allen, I, I know he's had his problems with stingers, but he was not on the injury report post-game. He is a guy that will be a- able to do stuff that the other linebackers can't even can't do. Like, if, if you're going to lose a guy like Devin Bush, you got to have a rotation of guys that have the combined, have the talents of what Devin Bush brings to your defense. And Avery Williamson, you got that, that run-stuffing high-level tackler. In, in Robert Spillane, you, you kind of got that, uh, that that coverage guy that can kind of do it all. N- nothing exponentially well, like, like nothing to an all-pro level, but he, he can do a little bit of everything. 
And then Marcus Allen, you got someone that is a willing tackler, but you know he's a strong safety and his expertise is in coverage. If the Steelers roll those three guys out accordingly, they will be fine at inside linebacker. Then at corner, that's going to be the biggest issue getting out of the Browns game is hiding that that missing piece in Joe Hayden. Of course, we'll be on the COVID list for at least this wildcard game. If everything goes well, even if things don't uh, don't go uh, just because of the testing protocol, I should say, uh, at earliest he can get off in 10 days. If he doesn't have any symptoms, that's the best case scenario. So he will miss the wild card game no matter what. And Justin Lane has struggled at times throughout this entire season. It's going to be the balance of uh, Cam Sutton, Justin Lane, and how the Steelers can kind of uh, mask that kind of issue there at that corner spot until Joe Hayden is healthy, which he should be in the divisional round, which should be against the Buffalo Bills. Talent-wise, it's there. The Steelers have this. Like, I know my my uh, know your enemy co-host Jeffrey Benedict was extremely worried when the Steelers lost both Bush, uh, Devin Bush and Bud Dupree. But they've done an outstanding job of finding guys to re- replace them. And the Steelers still have a chance of winning a Super Bowl this year because of their abilities to uh, kind of put a Band-Aid o- over some massive losses. That, in most scenarios, you shouldn't be able to mask those gigantic pieces. But look where the Steelers are right now. They're doing exactly that. So as we move into the playoffs, obviously the Browns are up first. The Steelers brought it to them. They were a two-point conversion away or a Mason Rudolph uh, interception away. I I suppose you could say the refs throwing the flag on that roughing the passer, the same play that it was intercepted. They were those two plays away from winning that game. They like this team really made me proud and and really kind of showed me their growth and willingness to compete and it really right now the Steelers should be sitting pretty and they are. If if they can escape cl- uh, the game against the Browns uninjured, watch out AFC playoffs. Watch out. I'm telling you, teams are gonna even if the Steelers made it to the Super Bowl, they're they're, they're going to be underdogs after this wild card game all the way out. For whatever reason, people do not want to believe in this team, but I think this team is built to have playoffs playoff success. No, no one plays defense like the Steelers do. And, and no one has enough offense to back up what their defense can do, if that makes sense. The Miami Dolphins ha- have a solid defense. So do the Indianapolis Colts. But I, I don't think either of those teams' offenses are giving them enough to be successful in the playoffs. The Steelers, if Ben Roethlisberger plays like the Ben Roethlisberger we know, the one we know, the one that led a 17-point comeback against the Indianapolis Colts, the, the old gunslinger that leads the NFL for most 500-yard passing games in NFL history. That Ben Roethlisberger, if he's the guy that shows up in the playoffs, the Steelers should be Super Bowl champions. That's what it comes down to. This O-line can do just enough. This running game can do just enough. There's a ton of talent in the receiving core. They just need to catch the ball, which they've been doing as of late. There is enough there for the Steelers to go on a very long, very successful playoff run. I I don't think the coaching can hold them back. I I don't really think anything at this point can hold this team back of their potential because of how much talent is on this team. 
You should be excited for these playoffs, Steelers fans. I know I am. I've said it a few times, but you should be excited. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to make some noise. I expect them to, to put up some fireworks against the Browns. I expect them to put some fireworks up against probably the Buffalo Bills. And you know what? I, I bet you they could shock the Kansas City Chiefs too. For once, someone plays defense in the NFL. When you when you look at the NFL in 2020, how many teams play really solid defense? So, some of you might point to a couple teams, but I tell you what, it's nowhere near the level of the Pittsburgh Steelers, especially if they're on. Man, oh man, this is a huge year for the Steelers. Do not count them out yet. This year is far from over. This There could be five more weeks of NFL Pittsburgh Steelers football, and I expect them to make the most out of this opportunity. So with all that said, I thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of The Live Mike. Again, my name is Michael Beck. You can follow me on Twitter if you like, at MichaelBeck56. Make sure you're following Behind the Steel Curtain on every single social media platform, at BT Steel Curtain on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find us on Facebook at Behind the Steel Curtain. Thanks again for tuning in. Make sure you're clicking over to the website, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. You will find great breakdown of that last game against the Cleveland Browns, and you'll find a great pregame stuff against the same Cleveland Brown teams in this wildcard matchup. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you're clicking over the rest of the podcast of the Behind the Steel Curtain family. There's great content for you each and every day. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Michael Beck. We will catch you next week. See you guys. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.